Let's get it to it. Let's get it started in here because it's episode 11 of the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast. Presented by DraftKings. Presented by DraftKings. Love hearing that. It's music to my ears. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. Mr. He Ain't Hot No More, unfortunately. <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jared, a.k.a. Hey. the president of the Carolina Panthers fan club. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> I've done a 180 on them. You think they're, you think they're out? You think they're done? I don't. I'm not a... People like Cam Newton. He had a good game. Two touchdowns. Was it two carries? Two touchdowns? Pretty no, much? He, he threw his first run was a touchdown and his first pass was a touchdown. Oh, okay. I'm still out on Cam. I don't. I mean, he played really well with the Patriots last year, like right away, for like the first like four mm-hmm. weeks and then just nothing. But maybe he's healthy now for the first time in forever. He hasn't been healthy in like four years. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, there's a reason why the Patriots cut him. I think that was just because he wasn't vaccinated. That could be that. And because Mac Jones has proven to be the guy. Yeah. Uh, Real quick. Do you think Patriots are a Super Bowl contender? Let's get into that in a second because that was literally the first game I wanted to talk about. Yeah. First, just want to do a quick weekly update. As I mentioned in the intro, guys, I'm not hot anymore. This weekend was brutal. You're built the same. I am built the same as everybody else. I came crashing back down to earth. Who would have thought after a week of puffing my chest and saying I'm the best ever, that it yeah. would reverse. I mean, who who could have possibly seen that coming? It happens to everybody. I'm currently like a middle cold hand right yeah. now, but I think I'm about to burst through the ice. You, you, and you, get got, you got some good ones. You got some. You got some good ones for this. I week? got some devious picks here. Some devious picks and some devious licks. All right, well, shoot, let's not beat around the bush. Let's get right into it. First and foremost, speaking of the Patriots, you're going to the Patriots Falcons game. Yep, in less than 24 hours. Well, 24 hours will be there, but yeah, I'm very excited for this game. Rematch of the infamous 28-3 Super Bowl. Yep. Or is Atlanta just never going to live that down? Like whenever anyone talks about the Falcons, the first things they say is 28 to three. I mean, they shouldn't live that down. That was pathetic. That was bad coaching. I mean, yeah. who's left in that organization, though, that was a part of that? Like Matt Ryan. That's Arthur, it. Arthur Blank. The, what did the owner have to do with that? <laughs> I don't know. I think at some point we got to let the Falcons off the hook. Like Matt Ryan also played a really good game. And like that wasn't Matt Ryan's fault that they blew that. Like, and Julio had a terrific game that game. I think I saw recently that Matt Ryan is like in the top four of QB, QBR in the Super Bowl. And it was like from that game. Top oh. four, meaning I think he was fourth. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. how it always goes. He's like a top six player. Also, he's number six. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so Matt Ryan played a good game. That was more of the defense and Shanahan's play calling. And just the Patriots played a like a perfect second, second half. half in the offensively. So I feel like at some point we got to let that go. I'm not. You can't let that down. Until Matt Ryan retires, you can't let that down. Matt Ryan's going to, I mean, he's going to retire. He's going to end up, he probably won't win a Super Bowl if he stays in Atlanta. But I still think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Mm. You don't think Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer? He's an MVP. Yeah, but just because you went MVP doesn't mean you should be in the Hall of Fame. I disagree. I think if you're an MVP. You think Sean Alexander should be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. No. He was a Madden cover athlete. But his offensive line was freakishly good. He had two Hall of Famers on that offensive line. Walter Jones and Steve Hutchinson. Okay, that's true. Um, What, Priest Holmes? Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I th- I think they should let more people in the Hall of Fame than they currently do. <laughs> no, though. it's yeah. way too many now. What, how many get in per year now? Like five? Like fifty three? No, it's like. Get <laughs> <laughs> to say. No, it, no, it's more than that. It's like nine or twelve, I think. Yeah, just let them all in. No, baseball does it right with like sometimes they can put anybody in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> baseball doesn't do anything right. <laughs> no, that's the I like that though. It should be hard to get in the Hall of Fame. I Cur- just Curtis Martin should not be in the Hall of Fame. I don't I, like that he's in it. I would agree with that. Yeah, so don't let anybody in. Not well, not obviously not anybody, but I think there's so many people from the way past that aren't in that should be in, and we they just don't get in because like no, every I, yeah. year there's a new influx of talent. I agree. Yeah, they have like some alumni Hall of Famers or whatever from back in the '60s and '50s. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, like uh, Jerry Kramer is one of those types who's great with the Packers in the '60s. Yeah. Um, Jim Marshall's still not in the Hall of Fame. He was the NFL Iron Man for. That's a little over shocking a to me. He had over like 200 career starts. He played defensive line. Still not in the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, because every year there's a new influx of talent, everyone always likes what's shiny and new. And those old guys kind of get left behind, which is why I think they should add like one or two more spots. <sighs> that ceremony is going to get long. That's well, a lot of speeches. That's, you don't have to watch it. I've <laughs> never once watched the Hall of Fame ceremony. Everyone complains yeah. how long it is. Why would you watch it then? Like, even Peyton Manning's like, I didn't even watch. I didn't even care. I, I watched his. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Did you tear up? No. 
I don't get emotional. He, he was just talking about like moving the game of football forward. My relationship with the game of football ended in high school. So like <laughs> now it's just something I bet on and make a living off talking about. So. Yeah. And just swimming in money, swimming in cash. And not right now. I'm actually down horrendously. But we're fixing that with Patriots, Falcons. You're going to this game right now. The line is seven points. Again, presented by DraftKings, our sponsor. The Patriots money line is minus 275. The Falcons is plus 220. Over-under is 47. This game is interesting to me because the Patriots are kind of the hot team right now that everyone's talking about. Yep. Do you think the Patriots are for real? Yes. You do? Yes. Like a Super Bowl contender? I think at least one one playoff win. Definitely. I would agree with that. Um, Rich Eisen had a really hot take that a lot of people are talking about. He said that over the past four games, Mac Jones has run this offense just as good, if not better, than Tom Brady ever did throughout like a four-game stretch. And I thought that was a very interesting take. He's getting a lot of heat for it. But I love Rich Eisen. I think Rich Eisen's one of my top three favorite like sports commentators. So he's number three? I'd have no I like him, Charles Barkley, and Say it. Say it. Colin Coward. <laughs> God damn it. It's like like it it mixes up between those three. I'd throw Shannon Sharp in there as well. Mac Jones is like a Jeep. I can't do it. <laughs> Mac Jones is like a Jeep. He's so, dependable. He's reliable. So a lot of a lot of people have 401ks, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my best Colin Coward impression that I can do right now. So a lot of people are talking about Mac Jones right now. He's probably the favorite for rookie of the year. What's crazy is a stat yeah. that I saw in the, in this four game winning streak. The Patriots have outscored their opponents 150 to 50. Just shit pounding fools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit pounding fools. Yeah. And Belichick is like, I think Belichick likes having a lot of, I mean, I I don't know if I can name five players on the Patriots, to be honest. Not anymore, because, they, yeah, they got, like, got rid of Gilmore earlier mm-hmm. this year. I don't know any of their receivers besides Jacoby Myers, and that's just because of that one stat or whatever about how yep. he had the most receptions without a touchdown. Mark Andrews, Mac Jones. Do they still have Enkeel Harry? No, he's, well, I think they have him because he demanded a trade. I just don't think they found one for him. So I think he just kind of is chilling. I think he'd be great when he came out of college and kill. Patriots haven't, one of the Patriots ever drafted a good receiver besides Edelman in the seventh. Yeah, they really haven't. They always pluck from free agency or trade. They don't, they can't even do that right. They had Brandon Cooks for that one year and they had to trade him because that wasn't working. He was okay. Yeah, but Brandon Cooks is kind of an odd, odd duck with. He really uh, is. He's, big up and down guy. I think he's been on like five teams before the age of 26, which is insane. Yeah, that's a lot. Anyway, this is my freest cheese of the week. Patriots minus seven. See, I was going to ask your opinion on this because I have no idea what to do. I really want to take the Falcons because I think seven points is too much. I think the Patriots stock is as high as it's going to be right now. But the Falcons are one of those few teams that I have the rule that I will never bet on because they're just the most unpredictable team in football. They're yes. either... They either hang with the competition really well and blow it, or they just come out like lidded last week and lose like 43 to 3 to the Cowboys. Yeah, they lost by 40 points. Yeah, it's absurd. You don't really hear that much. So they'll be back against the wall, coming back from a sh- And plus, week. the Thursday night games, we've seen the underdog teams usually have the advantage and yeah. you, just because of the shorter week. Home the game. Patriots are coming to Atlanta. So I really want to take the Falcons plus seven. It's just breaking that rule of betting on the Falcons. And I don't know if I believe. I think the Patriots are good. I don't think they're that great. Yeah. I think their stock is at an all-time high right now. So I'm this is going to be a game-time decision for me. The Patriots are also 4-0 against the spread in the last four. Obviously, like that stat, 150-50. to 50. Mm-hmm. And But they're also only 6-4 and four against the spread total this season. So they've only just gotten they're trending against upwards. the spread now. Yeah. They're very much trending upwards. This is going to be a big test. It's going to be the first time they've been on national television since that uh, Tom Brady game. And nobody even really cared about the Patriots and that Tom Brady Belichick rematch. They only really care about Tom And they played the Bucs tough that game, too, with the Patriots. They probably played them tougher than anyone this year that didn't beat them. Yeah. So right now I'm leaning Falcons plus seven. It's going to be a game time decision for me. I just seven points is a lot to give the Patriots. I don't think they're that good of a team. But if they can go out and prove me wrong and win this game by a blowout i might be all over the patriots bandwagon yeah definitely afc east division winners if they win this game handily and everything like that even with the buffalo bills in that division you think it's definite i think they have, have the, they played the bills yet i think they did early in like one game early in the i think season. They, I th- they can definitely beat the bills i think that's very doable they have the formula to do it just keep their offense on the field the long drives it's the same thing that tom brady like I think Cam Newton, we can all admit now, is not a fit in that system. It was a fun little experiment. Didn't work. That Josh McDaniel's offense is just perfectly suited for Mac Jones. And I just think the Bills are going to slow down. Like, you can't be passing the ball that much and have almost zero run game. 
I'd agree. Like, and I mean, it bit them last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they got down quick and then they keep have to pass. So you don't even have to play the run. Yeah. So I just think the Bills are ready for a slowdown. Well, that's just what Belichick does so well is he finds your weakness, pits it against you. Or like, yeah, takes away your strength, forces you to play to your weaknesses. Yeah. And he's just always been the master of that. It's like the art of war kind of thing. So. Wow. Yeah. It's good literature. Thank you. I try. But have you read it? I have no. Are you kidding me? How many pages? I haven't read a single page of it. Oh, (laughs) I just I read I watched a Belichick interview where he said that was his biggest inspiration in football is the art of war. Oh, okay. Yeah. Taking words directly out of Belichick's mouth there. Gotcha. Nothing on my own. (laughs) So, yeah, this I think this is the biggest game of the Patriots season so far to just kind of prove in terms of proving to the world on a national stage. Yep. So I'm excited for you. That'll be a fun game for you. Thank you. I appreciate I, it. I hope you have a good time. I'm excited for the cheap concessions there. I was here. They have the cheap hot yeah. dogs. Yeah. That stadium, I think, is really cool, too. Yep. So hopefully the roof's open. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be a nice warm weather adventure. I'll be back here all tan. <laughs> from the from the night roof <laughs> being open. <laughs> that moon is fucking bright. <laughs> You're going to be moon burnt. Yeah. Got a moon burn. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of getting burnt. I have a bet for this next game that I think I'm going to get burned on, but I'm still going to roll with it just because I need, I need some sort of win. And I, something in my gut tells me that this is going to happen. Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. I, earlier today, I told you I was all over the Green Bay Packers. I've shifted my tone completely. Really? I'm taking the Vikings money line in this game. Thank you. It feels good, doesn't it? No, it feels it feels <laughs> disgusting. It feels the opposite of good. It feels completely wrong. Why? I came into this game fully expecting to take the Packers minus two. I'm like, oh, that just seems like a gimme. But the more I've read, the more I've thought about it, the more I just feel like I feel like regardless of what happens, the Vikings and Packers will split this series. They kind of always do. Yeah. In the last 13, they're six, six, and one in this series, which Dead is even. crazy. Yeah. Dead even. And I feel like if they are gonna win one, this seems the like the right one to win. Oh, the Packers win against the Seahawks was very costly. They lost Aaron Jones. They lost their linebacker, Whitney Merciless, and they lost Rashawn Gary. Those yeah. are three pretty big losses. And the Vikings are gaining people on defense. They are. They're having a lot of people come back from the COVID list. They had that big win against the Chargers, and now they're going to get reinforcements. At home. It's at home. The Packers have had an incredibly emotional month. That big Thursday night win. The loss of the Chiefs, the Aaron Rodgers drama, then mm-hmm. the Seahawks are kind of a rival of theirs, and they beat them at home in a big defensive game. I feel like they're just coming off a lot of emotions, and it's so hard to keep that um, emotional momentum going yep. in an upward direction, especially against a Viking scene that's going to be at home playing with confidence. Yeah, definitely. The, the winner will be out their back. Not literally, but it's yeah, in it's, it's in a dome. Yeah, they'll, but maybe they'll open the doors. Yeah, and then Zimmer. When I thought about it, Zimmer has probably faced Rogers. I don't know if this is an exact stat. I'm guessing it's true, but Zimmer's probably faced Rogers more than any other coach in the league right now. That's I, would, I believe I would, that. guess, I would guess so, right? I would believe that because Zimmer's been coaching since 2014. And yeah, that's two played times a year, twice a year. Yeah, yeah, probably. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that one bit. Yeah, I wish I actually looked up the stats so I could say it definitively, but I'm just gonna roll with that. Top three, so number three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I I feel weird doing it, but I feel pretty. But at the same time, I feel pretty good taking Vikings and plus 105. I think Patrick Peterson coming back this week is extremely underrated. Yeah. Nobody's really talking about that much. Yeah. If anything, just from a pure like leadership communication standpoint, he's yep. a veteran. And I'll be on Devontae all game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably the best. I don't know how physically dominant Patrick Peterson is these days. I've, I haven't watched a lot of Vikings defense, well, thing, admittedly. So think about when you watch Viking games, you don't really see him on the field. And whenever that happens with a cornerback, that's a good thing. Because that means they're not throwing to his That's way. true. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you never really see seven, which is a good thing. Is there such a... There's no... I feel like there's not a more thankless position in all sports than cornerback. A great cornerback never gets noticed unless it's like Jalen Ramsey and they start talking. I would say long snapper. A great long snapper. That's true. Or even a great punter. But punters, like, will get the credit when they hit, like, the great punt. But you only know a long snapper's name if they fuck up. That's true. Or a holder. Oh, yeah. Holder's rough. And holder's really important, too. Thus, punters, mostly. Thus, punt. Just special teams in general. Such <laughs> yeah. an underrated aspect of the game. But uh, are you rolling with your Vikings on this one? Um, You showed me that your little graph. You're at the you're at the place of, like, getting hope. gaining hope again. Yep. The Vikings just have a circular motion of sadness to gaining hope to sit back to sadness. Yep. So I'm kind of in, like, bottom left corner of that. I'm, I'm gaining hope. I, I want to crack open the purple Kool-Aid. 
After, get, if they win this game, chant out. Yeah, I'll skull chant in the airport. <laughs> no, I won't do that. Um, I'm, the skull chant is so dorky. I'm sorry. I, I, I get it's cool, like when you're doing it with a group of people, but I'm, like, like it's cool in the stadium, and that's it. When there's people yes. like at a bar going like skull, it's like and there's like five of you at a table. That's the dorkiest shit in the world. I may or may not want be one of those people. Who, you hit a skull chant at the bar. Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, the, mimosas, no. the mimosas get flowing. I start scolding a little bit, you know. Get to scolding. Yeah, get to scolding. Yeah, it is lame because, like, they didn't invent the skull chant. It came from, like, a soccer team, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's so Iceland. cool. It fits. That, like, I will say the Vikings have, like, one of the better branding of the entire NFL. I like their whole, like, the, how the stadium is, like, shaped like a ship. Mm-hmm. I like their jerseys. I like kind of their whole, like, aesthetic. Yeah. I will give the Vikings. That's the one piece of credit I will always give the Vikings is they have very good branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it's a ton of fun to go to the games. Mm-hmm. The food's shit inside, but other than that, it's Yeah, great. and the skull chant is dorky. I will stand by that. It's just a bunch of grown-ass people. Yeah, you smell. Skull. Yeah, you smell their armpits when they <laughs> lift up their <laughs> arms. Just beer breath and armpit sweat. Beer breath and Old Spice. Just. Yeah, that's all you smell. It's it's tough, especially in the <laughs> early games there when it's sunny out. They get them pits. Oh yeah, those pits get baked in. Oh, the god. sweat. It's not fun. Oh my god, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah. So I, I hopefully everyone, you got to get downwind in that stadium. Yeah, you're just like open the fucking doors. It's so smelly in here. God damn. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you're rolling with the Vikings this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling with the Vikes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What am I gonna do? Sometimes with these games, I bet on the Packers. Okay, it's the Vikings. As an emotional lose. hedging yeah. type of thing. Kind of lick my wounds and bet on the other team. Yeah. I don't know. I might two just... points is weird. You it's very rare you see two points as a spread in the NFL. Yeah, you might I don't know. I'll probably just stay away from this game. Yeah. Do you have an over under up there or no? Yeah, 49 and a half. Hmm, no. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know what I believe anymore. I was so confident two weeks ago at the hot streak, and now I'm just about to get the point of like questioning everything. Right. And if the Vikings are going to win this game, they're going to have to run the ball with Dalvin. The and pa- Dalvin usually does good against the Packers. He does, yeah. And they're going to be running clock. That, mm. That'll probably be their game plan because the Packers' defense does not have the best rush defense either. So No, not at all. So they're, they're definitely going to be running the ball at least 25 times in the game. Yeah, I think it'll be a... I would, yeah, I think I'd lean the under as well, especially because Rodgers didn't look that great. I think he's still coming back to finding chemistry with the guys around him and stuff like that. It's obviously an indoor game. I think the weather played some sort of an aspect in Rodgers' poor game last week. Yeah, and it was like what he was approved Saturday to come back. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, so I'd lean the under as well. 49 and a half. That's a lot of points. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's like a 17-20 game, but I'm thinking the Vikings pull off the upset. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Jared. The game I'm most excited about this weekend, though, and I guess most fans without an allegiance are excited about is Cowboys Chiefs. I like your language there. Thank you. I've got the podcast with the best vernacular in the league. (laughs) We've talked about that early on. I don't think we've brought it up in a while, but our vocabulary is unmatched in the sports gambling podcast. It's dialed. It is. We have the best linguistics out there. (laughs) So, yeah, Cowboys Chiefs is going to be a really fascinating game. Somehow, some way, the Kansas City Chiefs are still favored, minus two and a half. I think everyone kind of saw last week as their big, like, we're back party, their big revenge game. It's it's also in Kansas City. Yeah. Which is something. I think the Raiders are kind of frauds, too. I I agree. I think the Chiefs, I think that was a fluke last week. I think the Raiders are just finally starting to fall apart with everything they've had to deal with this season. Yep. And so, I honestly, I decided, I almost tweeted it out. I decided that regardless of what happens on the field, Derek Carr should be MVP this season just because of of everything he's had to put up with, like in press conferences. For that reason alone, not because of his play. We'll give him the press conference MVP award. Yeah, I don't know, like a PR award or something <laughs> like that. There's, there should be something like that because poor Derek Carr has to go answer for all of these things that he had nothing to do that with. That is true. And he's done it like in the perfect way, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's fine. Like, Yeah, he hasn't really ruffled any feathers at all. Yeah, I think he is always on the right the PR, side of things. PR MVP. Yeah, PR MVP. So Derek Carr is 
the official winner of the first ever Goose Egg Gambling <laughs> PRVP award. <laughs> so congratulations, Derek. Come on the podcast and accept your award anytime. We yeah. know how good you are on a mic, so you're probably great on a podcast. <laughs> and too. then we like ask him questions. He's like, well, I'm just taking one game at a time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, God, you're fucking good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you do it? How do the, those quarterbacks must be so good at like arguing with their wives just because they know like the politically correct answers yep. to say at all times. It's like, well, you know, I just took the trash out this morning. And, yeah. you know, just care. focus on every chore. Just okay. do the little things right. Yeah. Focus on what you can control. <laughs> Whatever's best for the team. I mean, family, family. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine a quarterback getting asked the what are we question when he's dating a girl. It would be so <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> I'll be a future TikTok for you. Yeah, I actually might do that. That was fun. So um, anyways, Cowboys Chiefs, uh, 2.5 spread. Chiefs are favored. The over-under is 56 and a half, which <laughs> is giant. But I think it's an appropriate 56 and a half because I think everyone's expecting this to be a shootout. Yep. But those are weirdly usually the games that aren't shootouts. Whenever you expect a shootout, it feels like it somehow trends the other way. All right. I want to tr- time travel in your brain a little bit. Okay. Close your eyes. They're closed. Okay. Thank you. Do you remember a little game about three years ago? It was Chiefs-Rams on a Monday night. I remember that game very well. I, I stayed up the entire night watching it and then watching like the entire replay that night. I thought it was so cool. All right. Now open your eyes. That That's going to be that kind of game with this. You think? Yes. I think it'll be... I think it's gonna be a lot of fire. So you think the over? I'm thinking they both score 40 points. You think that's a lot of the predictions I was seeing was like 43 to 40. And I stuff like think that. this could be an insanely highly scored game. So that's my fuck it we ball this week over 56 and a half. That is a that's a big over, and that is probably a fuck it we ball. But if these are in the 40, that will obviously pretty easily hit. Yes. yes. I don't hate that, especially considering Dallas is eight and one against the spread. This year, or no, I just think the over. Nah, never mind. But yeah, Dallas 8 1 against the spread, and 3 0 is underdog. So I'm actually leaning Dallas 2.5, and, and I might do the Dallas money line at plus 120. I think the Cowboys are better than the Chiefs at every single position except for quarterback and coach, albeit those are the two probably most important things <laughs> by far. But I think all around the Cowboys are just a much better team. I think people, like we said, every week, the Chief, people are still slightly overvaluing the Chiefs. Yeah. But and I just think the Cowboys have a lot more talent overall spread out across that team. I think the Chiefs are about to trend upward. They, I think you they're, think they're about to hit their stride. They were at the the pits of hell, and I think they're gonna kind of climb out of that. See, I was wa- I watched the entire Raiders Chiefs game. I didn't think it was that impressive of a game by the Chiefs. The Raiders had a lot of like costly fumbles. That's true, and they just did not play <laughs> well at all. <laughs> that Deshaun Jackson fumble. I literally had that one written down. Oh my! They had God. that. They had de- defensive backs were out of position constantly. Yeah. I think that was way more the Chiefs just getting lucky. Yeah. But sometimes that all it takes is that just to get your confidence back. Like kind of the get right game. Yeah. So I could be wrong. The Chiefs could like we're we're hitting that time of year where teams are going to start to trend upwards, like the good teams. Mm-hmm. So it could be that for the Chiefs. But I don't know. I just feel like the Cowboys are a better team. I feel like Jerry. I mean, I'm not saying Jerry has any influence on the team whatsoever, but he's probably had this game circled on the calendar for a while just because. You're playing against like the class of the NFL in the Chiefs. Yeah. Do you think uh I think Dak's more clutch than Mahomes too? Um, I don't know. Mahomes has come back so often. Mm. He he did in a Super Bowl. He came back like down ten with like three minutes to go. That is true. But in that Super Bowl, Garoppolo was just they were off with that Manuel Sanders throw at the end of that Super Bowl. How crazy would that have been if he hit that throw? The entire narrative has changed. Mahomes is probably yeah. the Athlete under the most pressure to win a Super Bowl. I don't even know who it is right now. Like what athlete is under the most, who hasn't won a championship, who's under the most pressure to win one? Probably Lamar Jackson, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there really isn't anybody. Yeah, there's like, there was always that like LeBron figure who like is under the most pressure. They haven't done it. Like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was a huge one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know who it would be like. Maybe like Damian, it was Giannis until recently, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Maybe like Damian Lillard or someone right now. I was thinking Lillard too. But I don't think Lillard has enough talent around him. Yeah, CJ McCollum's good. Nurchich is up and down all the time. Maybe (laughs) Mellow. Mellow. No, not Mellow. Oh, yeah, especially because everyone won this year, so it's not even a big deal. Yeah, so anyway. (laughs) A lot lot of getting off track today, but I kind of like it. So anyways, yeah, I'm taking Cowboys plus two and a half, and I'm going to live bet the money line, I think, if depending on that first driver. So I'm going to see how things look for the Cowboys. Because I, I feel pretty good that the Cowboys can win that oh, game. Oh, yeah. And there's another thing. The Cowboys can run the ball much better than the Chiefs can. The Chiefs don't even try anymore. They, I, get, they get down to the goal line. They literally stay in shotgun. I mean, if you have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And they do a little shuffle pass. Yeah. It and makes, you read special. It makes sense. But 
at some point you have to run the ball, right? Or is that a, is that an old philosophy? Is that just something my dad says? No, you need to be able to run the ball. Like in playoff time, you need to be able to run the ball. Always. I mean, the Chiefs have made the Super Bowl without being able to do it. Yeah, but I mean, look at that Bucks Super Bowl with them last year. I mean, they Fournette had a great game with the Bucks. Couldn't yeah, stop that. Maybe there's more than one way to win in the league or something. And then the Bucks just totally shut down their pass offense, and they were fucked in that Super Bowl. That is true. But the Chiefs did prove in this Raiders game that they can be patient and take the small dink and dunks and then go deep. You can just tell Mahomes always just wants to fucking launch. He does. He literally, he's literally me playing Madden. <laughs> like he'll run the slants because they're given to him, but he just hates it. Mahomes the type of guy to always run four verticals in Madden. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be an exciting game. But yeah, Cowboys plus two and a half. Over under, I think I would take the over as well. 56 is not that. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, but it's not if we're if the game is going to be what we think it's going to be. It's, it's going to be more fun to cheer crazy. for the over than the under in this game. It's never fun to cheer for the under. I I did it last week with that Sunday night game and just sweating the whole time. Yeah. Every time there's a first down, you you just get like a little deflated on both sides. That's not fun to cheer for. Yeah. But if you get like a red zone turnover and you got the under, that is that awesome. is pretty fun. That is that pretty is fun. Awesome. That is pretty fun. But besides besides that one situation, it's never fun. <laughs> it's never fun to cheer for the under. Yeah. I hate defensive football. Plus more punts, the better for the under. Yeah. It's not fun to cheer for punts. I, I like everyone, I have some friends who are like big defensive football fans and they always like like the Rams Patriots who were a few years ago. My friend was like texting me like, this is such a great game. I'm like, no, it isn't. Yeah, it's my brother said the same zero. thing. It's three to zero. This sucks. It was too much punts. And I was also cheering for the Rams. I was with my dad's a big Rams fan, so I drove home to watch the game with him. And so I think the mood was a little soured by that. Yeah, that is sour. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, there's a big difference between a bad offensive game and a great defensive game. Like you can tell when offense is just completely shit and the defense isn't doing much. Yeah, that's true. And that sucks. But when you see a great defense just shut down teams. And they're all over the ball every play. That's a great game. There's a yeah. fine line between. I would that. I would agree with that. If there's just like good coverage and like good pressure, that's more fun than like dropped passes and miscommunications. Exactly. Yeah, and then you got like a third string quarterback. It's just, mm-hmm. um, but like those Ravens Steelers games, like with Terrell Suggs, Roethlisberger, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, those are fun. And they were very low scoring. They wouldn't score more than thirty five points. Mm-hmm. And that's a great example of like great defensive game. It awesome. is possible. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a, just a fine line between that. Yep. I agree. Um, Did you have any other games? I have just a few other quick ones I want to touch on. But uh, like, yeah. Colts plus seven versus Bills. I think that's too high of a. I would agree. I, 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 I still think the Colts are trending upwards. I'm excited to start watching their heart, their midseason hard knocks, which is starting soon. Yeah, it's like all or nothing on Amazon. It's is it? Same, yeah. It'll just be the same thing. Oh. Also, hard, hard knocks kind of trended downwards. Yeah. In I, would agree. Years. I would agree. I don't know why that is. Maybe just the NFL got too much like control over what's that, and probably teams just don't like giving all that access now. So, but like back in the day with like the G- the Jets, even the Browns re- fairly recently was great. The Chad Johnson one on the Dolphins was good when he got arrested. I thought that was really interesting. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. Even, I, mean, I didn't know the Dolphins were on the Hard Knocks. Yeah, it was the you, Chad Johnson was on the team for like a month, but he got arrested for headbutting his fiance. I'm Ooh. not saying that's like exciting, but it was it like was interesting just, like, to watch television. the. Co- it was interesting to watch like. Right. The same way The Bachelor is interesting to watch. Right. Yeah. It's a dumpster fire a bit. Yeah. And then I always forget the Falcons were on Hard Knocks years ago. That's right. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> what an anticlimactic Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't hate that. I like. I think the Colts are trending upwards. I also think the Bills are kind of starting to trend downwards a little bit. It's just an inflated spread. I don't know. I just think the Colts plus seven. It yeah. might be bait, but I'll take it. What do you think of Lions plus 11 versus the Browns? So I think Jared Goff is day to day right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. I did not know that. But I don't, does that matter? I think so. I still think Jared Goff's a good quarterback. Oh, God. I will die on the hill that Jared Goff is a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but he's a Super Bowl quarterback. He's a good quarterback. (laughs) No, he's a system quarterback. He's, why is this, why is system quarterback or system player such a bad thing in sports? Because they can't transition to another team and they can't be good. It's one thing if you're with that same team your entire career, but once you leave that team, and get exposed, then you're you're just a system quarterback. I have a counter argument to that. I think that Kawhi Leonard is the best system player in all of sports, and he's transitioned from different teams and he's done well. Yeah, uh, there's a difference in basketball and football. Well, no, there's a difference. I mean, he is talented and a great system player. You can be both. You can fit like Lamar Jackson. He fits the Raven system perfectly, and I think if he goes on any other, but team, is he a, is he a system player though? Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. I would say so. But I think if he goes to any other team, he's just that talented. Yeah. The, the offense will figure it out, figure it out around him. But that, I think that makes him not a system. What is a system player then? Jared Goff. Like they, once they leave their team that they were successful with and then it doesn't translate, it doesn't translate. Saying. Yes. So then Lamar wouldn't be a system player if he were to go to another team and succeed, but he's got the talent. He's, he's so talented that they, so he's that. not a system quarterback. I know he's both. He's like, he's a Kawhi Leonard. Okay. I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> kind of a dumb argument. A little, little bit. <laughs> kind of a, kind of a weak word. It's a very dumb argument. It's like I'm listening to Colin Coward right now. Oh, if only. <laughs> We'd have a better analogy if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I kind of like Lions plus 11. I guess I'd have to see the Jared Goff health situation because if it's Jared Goff is healthy, I'm hammering that 100%. Was it? All right, hold on. Against the Browns? Because Baker is day-to-day hey, as well. Hey, Siri, what's the Lions backup quarterback? Siri never works. That's a bold. David Blau. David Blau. He's got experience. He's played on Thanksgiving games before. <laughs> There's a lot of shitty Lions players that have experience on Thanksgiving. That's true. <laughs> Pretty much the entire team's history. I love I love this Lions Thanksgiving game because like half the stands are filled. It's so sad. And they're just like, just sitting there. And they always have some guy with a turkey on his head. And they're just getting pounded. <laughs> How do grown men still go to Lions games and dress like fucking assholes <laughs> and not expect to be put on camera when their teams get rocked? Because tickets, tickets are cheap. I guess. I guess it's less dorky than doing the fucking skull chance. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the Lions Thanksgiving game? Yeah. yeah. Which one's work? I guess you at least get a concert when you go to the Lions Thanksgiving game. Yeah, you can see, you can see Creed. You can see Andy, yeah, Andy Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, always, yeah it's always like a B-list singer, yeah. too. Well, yeah, because no one wants to go on Thanksgiving and, and perform in Detroit. They want to be with their families. <laughs> it's people who can't afford to say no to like an opportunity that big. <laughs> He's just on the phone. I got to go to Detroit on Thanksgiving for yeah. a halftime show. Fuck. 15 minutes. So you're saying the Dallas one already got booked i can't go to the dallas. yeah right i can't go to the it's much warmer game. down there yeah well that'll be exciting for next thanksgiving just alienating all detroit right now um sorry detroit yeah i'm just, yeah i'm really sorry for you too uh another game i really like Bengals minus one versus raiders like i said i think the wheels are just gonna start falling off in vegas pretty soon here yeah they're kind of both trending downwards but yeah, yeah, I would take Bengals. Minus one. I'm, it's, like we were that. basically just picking the money line at that point. And I think the Bengals are coming off a bye week, too. They are. So. And they've come off two pretty bad losses, so you got to yes. imagine they're pretty focused. Yeah. So I think that's probably my free cheese of the week, honestly. And I like Joe Burrow a lot more. Uh, Carr. Derek Carr. The PRVP? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's He'll have a great press conference afterwards. He will. <laughs> He'll take full responsibility for it and say all the right <laughs> things. Like, my guy. <laughs> my guy. That's how it should be done right there. <laughs> Showing your kids. <laughs> kids, yeah, yeah. come watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a professional act. <laughs> and then the last one I have before we have our special guest on is 49ers minus six versus the Jags. I think the Niners are about to heat up. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, the Niners are so tough. I don't know what to do with them. I think Shanahan's a good coach one week, and then the next week he just shits the bed. I think it always just depends on their injuries. They always just have some injury. Like is either hurt or Bosa or Kittle. They, they, for some reason, they just can't keep their guys healthy. And when he, they do have everyone, they're really good. Like when when Shanahan has Garoppolo and Garoppolo is healthy, they're a really good team. Yeah. His I record mean, is really good I mean, with super, Garoppolo. A, they can be a Super Bowl team. They've yeah. proven that. Yeah, they have a system quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that is a system quarterback. But yeah, so I like that. It's especially against the Jaguars. I just think Shane's a better coach. Jacksonville? Than I believe so. Yeah, okay. I can look right now. Really, it is in Jacksonville. Yep. Okay. Is it a noon game? It is a yes, noon game. Okay. West Coast team traveling to the East Coast. I, that does matter. That is a thing. <laughs> against it's, the Jaguars, is it? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What time would it be? In San Francisco at so noon. It'd be 10. 10. <laughs> or no, it's Eastern, so it'd be... Uh, no, yeah, it's, it'd be a three it's hour, one. It's four one hour, that'd be yeah. a four-hour difference, wouldn't it? It would be, and they're coming off a short week. Yeah, I would take Jags plus six. Ooh, okay. Urban, big Urban Meyer believer. They'd be jet-legged all hell. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> all right, well, that's all the games I had listed. I don't know if you had any more. That's all I had. There. Yep. All right, well, stay tuned, guys. We're going to go grab a special guest real quick from downstairs. You won't want to miss it. Assuming we can find someone. <laughs> hey, football fans, a.k.a. Jared and everyone who's listening. Yes. Who's ready to score some free bets? Who isn't? Who? That's the better question. <laughs> that is the better question. Who doesn't want a free bet? Well, if you are one of the people who does, 
I've got some great news for you because this weekend with DraftKings, when you bet on any NFL game with the DraftKings Sportsbook, which official sports betting partner of the NFL and this podcast, mm-hmm. new customers who bet $1 on either team to score will win, can win $100 in free bets. Awesome. Amazing. Incredible. Teams are going to score. It's the NFL. These offensive coordinators know what they're doing. They're all, I know, I know a little Spanish. And Fuego. There it is. Ole, ole, ole. <laughs> so when a team scores, you score. If a sports book isn't available, and if you're in a state where it's not legal yet, that's no worries. You're not left empty handed. You can do fantasy, daily fantasy football that's and what, score that way. That's what I'm doing. I'm two and eight in my league right now. I am on that daily fantasy a lot. You're two and eight? Yeah, I don't want to talk about <laughs> Well, you can that's your challenge then. Be better than Jared this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You can play for huge cash prizes all season long with the daily fantasy sports contest. You can do football, you can do basketball, you can do golf, you can do whatever. The whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. And new customers are getting a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposits. Awesome. All you gotta do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code YouBetcha, Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A. Bet one dollar on either team to score. And you're winning hundreds of dollars in free bets. It's literally free money. It is, assuming you hit it right, which obviously you will if you're betting on the right thing. Either team to score, that's all you need to do. Simple. If they score, you score. Again, that's promo code YouBetcha this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and this podcast. Hell yeah. Must be 21 years or older to enter. New Jersey, Indiana, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. That's DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, Matt, are you going to introduce me as like your new best friend on this podcast or what? I don't... I think you just did. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Friend of the podcast and best friend uh, new to best of Matt. Friend. Yeah, new best friend of the podcast. We got Jake actually. here. Jake. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Yay. Hey, we did it. We did it. We finally got him on. Yeah. Big uh, sports head here. Yeah, big sports guy. Yeah. Uh, we're saying that sarcastically, I think. <laughs> no, I, uh, I would agree. You enjoy the sports. Yes, I do yeah, enjoy the, the sports. The amount of testosterone in this studio right now is just flowing. Yeah, it's through the roof right yeah. now. Found the alpha male. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> He's right here. Here he is. Take a good look. This is what peak male performance looks like. <laughs> you guys. may not like it. You may not agree with it, no. but this is it. So before we get to your bet, I want to talk a bit about your fantasy team because your team oh, is yeah. red hot right now. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Um, well, I did lose last week. Which yeah. is tough. But so did all the top guns. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't lose any traction, at least in the playoff hunt. That is true. Yes. Uh, the other two people that I'm up against uh, lost as well. So it did not matter. Nice. Uh, had a bunch of flops last week. You just hate to see it. It uh, happens to everybody. Yep. Yeah. It was a weird week kind of for everyone. Yeah. we. I feel like this year in fantasy uh, has had an unnatural amount of weird weekends. Just in football in general. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, I guess, yeah, in football in general, there's been a lot of weird weekends. Uh, I feel like, what, two weeks ago was also kind of a weird weekend That as was well. a big underdog. Yeah, big weekend. underdog weekend. And mm-hmm. then there was, like, I think week four was really weird, too. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of around the time, like, the whole, like, Raiders organization started falling apart. <laughs> the Raiders are the glue that's holding the NFL together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. Who knew? The, go- the ghost of Al Davis is just <laughs> pulling all the strings in the NFL, yeah. and he's just falling apart now. Yeah. Um, Matt, this morning you and I actually talked about uh, let's all right. Since you brought up fantasy, let's dive exactly. In for yeah, a second. I want to. Um, we talked about uh, key fantasy strategies and about how a lot of people draft really well, but they are way too scared. Once they once uh, you get the initial rankings in, right after the draft, it'll project where your team's going to be. Right, mm-hmm. a lot of people draft high and they get scared, like. They get too in love with the players that they draft. Yep. Yep. And they get a little bit of trade. I call it, uh, I call it, uh, I'm making this up on the spot right now. <laughs> He's thinking uh, of something to call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> thinking of something to call it right now. Uh, I call it trade paralysis. There's uh, a great way to pull yeah. that out of somewhere. Uh, yeah. We'll uh, trademark that. <laughs> yep, yeah. Mark that one down. Put that in your notes, Jared. <laughs> I'm writing um, it down. Yep. They get what's called trade paralysis, where they don't want to get rid of their best players, right? Mm. And you've got to be able to. You've got to be able to read the room in terms of your fantasy league, figure out who needs what and how you could capitalize on it. Obviously, everybody knows this. This is granted. This is <laughs> no, trading no, this is new information. Yeah, this is this is new information for everybody out there. 
<laughs> yeah, Jake, before you're like, I got some great. <laughs> I got some unbelievable advice. <laughs> the amount of points you score actually has a direct impact of how well your team does. It's like, listen to Colin Coward right now. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> um, Here's the thing, man. There is absolutely nothing wrong with lowballing trades. I'm gonna just come out and say that. There's absolutely <laughs> try and win every trade you propose. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Fuck over everybody. Yeah. Don't even care. Um. Okay. But anyways, back to the whole. Uh, back to the whole trade paralysis. Uh, we call it TP. Yeah, we call it TP. <laughs> uh, back to the whole TP situation. Your trade paralysis. Um. So for example, I had Kelsey. Right. Drafted Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yes, yes. Uh, no, <laughs> Not Jason. Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, drafted Travis Kelsey pretty on, uh, pretty early on, and I was pretty stoked about him. Uh, and he had a great first two weeks, which anybody who is a fantasy player would go, holy shit, Travis Kelsey's going to go off the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly, I was like, I need to get rid of Kelsey right now. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really hot. I think week one and two, he had somewhere in the realm of like 22 to 25 points piece. Very right? good for a tight end, too. It was phenomenal for a tight end. Yeah. Which was very, very good. You, I mean, yeah. Um, and uh, I immediately traded Kelsey away for David Montgomery and for Jamar Chase. And this is before Jamar Chase started blowing up this year. This so, is when he was kind of a bust still. Yeah. We thinking. First couple weeks, he was like pretty medium, you know? But I traded Kelsey away for David Montgomery and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase ended up popping off for me this year, and I kept Jamar Chase. And I was like, you know what? I can get some solid trade bait with Jamar Chase, right? Well, then I ended up getting rid of Jamar Chase, and I had Jalen Hurts sitting on the bench because Josh Allen's my starting quarterback. So no skin off my back to get rid of Jalen Hurts. And uh, I ended up turning just a Kelsey trade into Jamar Chase and Dave Montgomery, and I traded Jamar Chase and Hurts for uh, for a Darren Waller and DJ Moore. So Pretty just solid. like that, yeah. I turned a number one tight end into a number three tight end and a number top ten wide out, you know? Yeah. Um, and most people would be afraid to get rid of those types of players. Uh, and uh, that's just like, I don't know. Suffering from TP. Yeah, suffering from TP. You just got to be willing to gamble, man. Like, I would consider getting rid of Josh Allen right now. Would you? Yeah. I know that's like wild. People are like, holy shit. Also, hold your horses. I'm not giving you Josh Allen. But because he's so hot right now, like trade value is really high. Obviously, it's like big sell high guy. Yeah. Yeah. Big sell high guy. I do remember early in the season because we had talked about a couple of trades early in the season. We talked. I think we were in talks for like the Travis Kelsey deal because I'm the exact opposite. I do fall in love with the big names. Yeah. I think that ends up being my downfall a lot of the time. I'm always expecting trends to continue upwards like travis kelsey was up high so i was trying to get him from you Mm -hmm. and thank goodness i didn't because obviously didn't work even though my team has done nothing yeah (laughs) since then but i think that i told you earlier today like that's what i respect out of you you're big about like just the overall value of the team and you actually look at your team like a gm would like it's a business not a team you don't fall in love with the guys in the locker room. You're like a Belichick. Yeah, kind of. yeah. exactly. Yes. I am the Bill Belichick of fantasy football. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, now you're blushing. Time. Yeah, He's guys. Blushing. Stop, guys. Stop. Stop. But stop. did Bill Belichick trademark a phrase live on the spot? <laughs> I guess do your job. He kind of did. Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing. Like, uh, I, okay. So I, I agree with the fact that you can't get married. I also fall into the trap of getting married to middle of the road guys who are uber consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, my example of that this year is Deontay Johnson. He's like a wide out to lot positions. of targets. Yeah. A lot of targets though. A lot of targets good for about 15 to 18 points a game. Like I think mm-hmm. he's averaging like 17, right? Um, he's a good wide out. Everyone would be stoked to have him on his team. But no one's ever going to put him in the top 10 wideouts right. in the league right now. High mm. floor, low ceiling. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm just not after those high floor, low ceiling guys. Uh, you just got to pick like really solid middle of the road. 10 point per game type guys. Like, yeah, maybe that's a little low, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> not good enough for Jake. Yeah, not good enough for me. Uh, but those are the type of guys that you want to like absolutely fall in love with because there is nothing worse than a week like the week that I had last week where it's just like you know your first running back is going to get you 10 points and it's like yeah. all right well what's going on what's, yeah. going, what's going what's going on, what's going on guys? <laughs> going that's on. when you gotta go on twitter and say i'm gonna bench you yeah there you go yeah that's what i do yeah you gotta go tweet at him yeah yeah you're a big tweeting guy jared you like to i like to tweet yeah tweet tell right. them that they after they get injured like oh thanks you ruined my whole season with your injury with your injury there right. i like to say i'm benching you you better start performing there you go <laughs> like strike some fear in their hearts like yeah. oh my god this guy with an egg twitter profile picture is it, o- it always works me. hasn't mm-hmm. failed me there you go I haven't gotten a response yet, but I'm a 
assuming it works. That's no. because they're too terrified. Exactly. They have yeah. tweet paralysis. <laughs> they, have, they have the other TP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have tweet paralysis. They're afraid to reply to you because they know like your 80-something followers will yeah. see it. You should have seen the hellfire Jared released upon CMC yeah. earlier this year. All I tweet is release, release the hounds. Yeah. <laughs> It always works. It's never failed. Me. Shaking their boots. You have to take have them take social media breaks. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, uh, I could not imagine being an NFL player and have someone with eight numbers in their name tweet at me. <laughs> like, oh my god, only I only have two. I only have the number on my jersey. This guy's got eight numbers. This dude's got eight numbers in his Twitter handle. He's gonna fuck me up. <laughs> I hope he doesn't know where I am. Yeah. This fucking troll. Uh, well, yeah. So I'm, I'm rooting for you. I think I. I respect the hustle that your team's got. You've got a lot of wheeling and dealing. I think you and Ryan are like leading the league in terms of like transactions. Yeah. Yeah. I think me and Ryan are, um, which is weird because I think I've only made like three or four trades this year, but all of them have been pretty big. All yeah, of them been some splashes. Big trades. Like the Los Angeles Rams almost. <laughs> just so many compliments. Just, well, guys. Jeez, you guys. You guys so nice to me. Uh, you guys are probably playing footsie underneath that table. <laughs> it's a really, long table. Yeah, it's a long table. <laughs> um, did you have a bet for me this weekend? You got 25 of my dollars. You get to place any bet on the book you want. What do you got, Jake? Guys, I'm, it's a... Okay, let me just say it's a big weekend in football this weekend it is it's a big weekend we're entering put up or shut up time <laughs> we, we are uh but uh not for any it's a big weekend not because okay so the one game i'm thinking about isn't really gonna matter in the long run but it is a rerun of one of the greatest moments in nfl history matt i want you to put your money on the patriots falcons game hey. oh, okay <laughs> um do you want to bring up the lines for it real quick yeah so we can i actually minus have, seven yeah but it's minus seven it's Patriots. minus seven Patriots. Cool. Yep. Here's the thing. There's one thing that we know is for certain. Three things. Death, taxes, and that history repeats itself. Matt, this is a speech for the ages, by the way. Coming All right, out I'm right ready. <laughs> Death, taxes, and that history repeats itself. <laughs> it really rolls off the tongue. No, no guys. That's what, yeah, I had to repeat myself. Because he's still certain. making up yeah, a speech as he's certain. going. Yeah, I'm making up a speech as I'm going right now. Um as the history book gets written and as the pages turn as the pen hits the paper as the pen hits the paper we know that the patriots are going to beat the falcons hey okay i agree I, that's my lock of the week is Fal or, uh, patriots minus seven yeah matt you know and i know that uh you had a tough week losing some money out in madison this week so i, I figured you could use a little free cheese uh, that's exactly what I need. Yeah, need a little free cheese. Jared's lock of the week is the Patriots beating the Falcons this weekend. I think you should also put your money on that um, because we know the history repeats itself <laughs> as I repeated myself for the third time there. Tom Brady's passing the torch to Mac Jones. Yes, very much so. Macaroni and Jones. Macaroni, Macaroni Jones. and Jones. <laughs> also, I absolutely love the press conferences. I don't know if you guys have seen the comparison, but Mac Jones beginning in the oh. season versus now beginning of the season mac jones would not shut up during press conferences and now he's acting like a true patriot where he just won't see a thing would, his soul has been crushed yeah. successfully <laughs> would you say he's pr mvp this year public relations mvp he is pr mvp yeah he's only got one derek word to carr. say yeah we're big derek carr <laughs> derek carr press, press conference, conference fans <laughs> yeah. uh actually i think my number one right now is going to be uh deon sanders after his mid press conference call to mike zimmer, <laughs> zimmer this yeah, weekend yeah. that was good honorable um, mention for sure honorable mention for pr mvp deon sanders none of involved with the nfl anymore but until he takes the vikings job until he's the new head coach of the minnesota vikings i was actually saying that to jared, to jared this morning i was like all right hot take since mike zimmer and dion are two best friends uh zimmer steps down becomes the d coordinator and dion sanders aka coach prime <laughs> comes up and becomes the new head coach it's, it's, of the minnesota people vikings. say the vikings struggle in prime time Oh my God! What is the perfect cure for that? The oh Deion Sanders having Coach Prime. They need a spark, Jared. It sounds like a buddy comedy with them too. <laughs> Zimmer and Deion Sanders. Yeah, be a good combo. I'd watch that movie. I hundred percent would. Uh, I, would yeah. I would probably rent it. Actually, I want to go see. It. Okay, Jared. <laughs> Two ninety nine. I mean, Amazon if it was on Netflix, I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'll go give it a shit. While dinner's cooking in the back, <laughs> like that. Clean your apartment. Exactly. So I actually was leading the Falcons game, but I was telling Jared I was torn because the Falcons are one of those teams I refuse to bet on usually. I just think the Patriots stock is at an all-time high right now. All-time? 
But at the same time, in the la- in this last four games, they've outscored their opponents 150 to 50. It's <laughs> a lot of donuts. That is it's a lot. Yeah. So I think you swayed me. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm going Patriots minus seven this one. History's repeating itself. The pen's hitting the paper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the pages midnight oil is burning. <laughs> Got the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> Whatever the platitudes we can think of. <laughs> what, what other... <laughs> I don't know, Jared. You work on it. I've been yeah. thinking this whole time. You keep, keep giving me some lines here. We're uh, buying time here, Jared. <laughs> we're gonna bite the bullet. And, yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. That was a good one. Uh, Get some salt on the on the Falcons' wounds. Yeah. <laughs> we're in no man's land here. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. That's enough. That's <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So we're riding with the Patriots. We're riding on the Mac train. Yeah. I think you got to ride the Mac train. Um, also, how electric would it be if it was what twenty eight to three? Ooh, oh god <laughs> the falcons blew it again falcons blow <laughs> it's exactly like the same game you gotta imagine if it turned exactly. into 28 3 everyone's live betting that you gotta imagine everyone's expecting patriots to come back like oh. we said earlier the falcons are just synonymous with 28 3 like when everyone's anyone says falcons now they just say, immediately say 28 oh yeah it's 28 3 it's like the it's like the it's like uh the germany brazil soccer match like you know yeah. how like 7-0 was like the oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah yeah like that was a thing yeah that's right. uh, World Cup. World Cup. Yeah, that was a deep dive by Plus, me there. There you go. Really? I can think on my feet like that. I can't come up with an inspiring speech on the spot. Jesus. Well, Your speech is pretty inspiring, I'd say. What can I say? Yeah, pen hits the paper, you know. There's yeah. there's no X's and O's reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely based off of history. With, especially considering no one on either team besides like Matt Ryan is, was at, is on this team yeah. still. Like, yeah, Bill Check and Arthur Blank. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. The owners are yeah. the same. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Matt, I think that's your pick, dude. All right. I, I won't let you down. All right. We're riding with the Patriots. I'm, ner- I'm nervous now that they're all picking the Patriots. Now it's like, I just, when this happens, it doesn't happen. Jared, when we were hot, though, we were all on the same page. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I might change my pick. Quit thinking you're better than us, Jared. I might change my pick because of that. Jared, you're literally going to go, you're going to fade us because <laughs> we all agree on something. I might be the martyr here, though, and like you guys can win it. But <laughs> you fall on the sword yeah, for us. Yeah, the sword. Yeah, Jared. I'm well, gonna... you're gonna be at the game, so. Oh yeah. You can pull some strings. Yeah, maybe I'll throw a banana peel on the field. Somebody will slip. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart or something. <laughs> Jared's gonna like bribe the organ player to start playing during kickoff and stuff like that. Flash the twenty-eight to three scoreboard on the jumbo. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like that idea. Uh, just to start sabotaging the game a little bit. Oh, hey, maybe take a page of the Patriots playbook. Take a little air out the balls. Ooh. Ooh. Film, Ooh. film some sideline signals. Hey. Ooh. History air, air drop them to the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, everyone, hop on the Patriots bandwagon because Jared's going to do some cheating for us. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if I can, how many bananas I can bring in. Yeah, well, I, don't know the, I don't know what the rule is. It's <laughs> <laughs> all fun and games until you get stopped by the security guard. Jared, you have to explain away 16 bananas in your pocket. Sir, we need you to take the trench coat off. I, I really can't. <laughs> it's all fun and games till you and Joey show up to the game stacked on each other's shoulders wearing yeah. a trench coat like two kids sneaking into an R-rated movie. Seven foot three <laughs> i feel bad for the guy that's gonna sit behind us if we do that <laughs> that'll be rough <laughs> you're just like stuffing bananas down your face like hey man you gotta help us out with some of these <laughs> is anyone here potassium deficient <laughs> i have the solution yeah it's plus seven it's plus seven <laughs> you'll understand later exactly well jake thank you so much for coming on where can the people find you um uh go follow at oh you betcha on instagram that's go. where you oh, guys can perfect. find me that's a good uh yeah go follow at oh you betcha on instagram you're right. a skit master you're the skit, skit master and if you want to follow me you can follow me at midwest giselle but honestly i don't post shit ever so probably don't go follow me <laughs> <laughs> good plug, well, yeah, great plug. <laughs> all right well thank you everyone for listening good luck this weekend and as always remember it's not a loss it is a down payment, payment on, on future, future success. success love the enthusiasm jared <laughs> see you guys matt, that, matt that's got to be the worst tagline i've ever heard in my you life like, <laughs> <laughs> we're 11 episodes and we're workshopping it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> hopefully when i'm back on in episode 22 it's a little better yeah we'll get, we'll get there <laughs> you'll be on every 11 episodes now. Yeah. Just my shtick. Yeah. i like that yeah all right see you guys see you <laughs>